3: what's up you guys sean ross sap it is september 14th 2022 this is fightful wrestling our aew dynamite post show as always we're going to direct you to fightful select.com that's where you can get a bunch of exclusive news but we're here right now talking aew dynamite we got alex palowski alex how you doing
4: um i'm, I'm doing really well um, um... Looking forward to to some really great stuff uh, next week, and so there's some good stuff uh, this week. A lot a, for me, uh, the stuff that that I loved the most uh, by far happened uh, uh, like talking in the yes. first third of the of the night. I loved the most, um, but yeah, that that we can't say no to that main event. That's for sure
3: moxley versus brian danielson is set for grand slam what a hell of a, a show that that is my god like um just just an incredible incredible card that we got going on right there but uh guys leave a thumbs up tap that bell for notifications subscribe we would greatly appreciate all of it also uh, donate super chats and humper chats. That's how you get your question or statement read on the air. Uh, I see lots of you in the comments asking questions. Getting a super chat in, getting a humper chat in over at humperchats.com is how that's done. We had the Listen Your Boy, a weekly news show today. Tomorrow, if you're not done with AEW Dynamite, Will Washington has a day after Dynamite. Uh, we've also got the Spotlight on Thursdays as well. We've got an Impact post show. So plenty of stuff along the way. They interviewed Joey Janela this past week. He said that he would have made Denise Salcedo look like Petey Williams if she wasn't afraid to do a Canadian Destroyer. That's an interview worth checking out. But let's go ahead and get into it. Dishree says, This is for uh, defending the Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection honor this afternoon against Jimmy Van. Well-deserved money. Good, sir. This compilation rules. I was telling Alex off the air, like, admittedly those were my favorite games ever Mm. none of them hold a candle to shredder's revenge for me anymore but i also i want to see them all remade as you mentioned alex like i
4: yeah would love to see that give give those games over to the team that made shredder's revenge and tell them you're remake these yes
3: do it we got zach schimmel says chad i'm going to try to dish out some memberships tonight may rng be in your favor champs do not need to get pinned Good uh, show overall tonight. That was my biggest problem about tonight. We had a lot of champs getting pinned. Uh, Zach Schimmel passing out YouTube memberships to the point where I had to start posting stuff. Uh, so what we've started to do <laughs> is uh, we were posting like some behind the scenes clips, some un uh, unaired interviews. Like, for example, a Davey Richards interview that I couldn't run because he was getting tattooed in the middle of it. <laughs> Uh, we're going to have some of those, lots of behind the scenes stuff. We got plenty of them. Eloquence. says, how did Mox not make the PWI top 10? I don't know their, their evaluation period. He did miss several months. So that that's a little bit understandable, yes, I, but.
4: I, I, is it, is it, it's from this point. So like whatever it is, August to August kind of a thing. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, that he missed a good chunk of that. But if punk also missed
3: three months too, then.
4: Right. But if, yeah. if you're gonna tell me it's January to January, like I, I don't I, right now, the, the calendar year of 2022, I don't know anybody yeah. who's having a better year than that.
3: But also Big E missed time. That's true. Roman Reigns isn't around half the time. Yeah, like, I, I don't I don't honestly Cody, don't. Know. Like, Cody Cody missed a bunch. But
4: not, the, listen, for me, there's zero reason why he's not in the top five, if not yeah. higher. But yeah, if it's the time period. Christian says, have you heard any more stories or
3: rumors around punk versus the EVPs? Uh, A little bit. As as details are starting to, or I should say this, as time is going on, I'm starting to hear a little bit more detail uh, in things that certain people are saying happened or didn't happen. So I'm, I'm learning a little bit more here and there. Nothing enough to run a report on, but... I mean, you guys know that if I can, I'll run something. There is an extremely reckless speculation from Penguin Sin that alleges that Punk Ace Lucy failed attempt coup of AEW. Ace Larry on pay-per-view to build sympathy post-fight. Scrum tantrum was to make people believe that Elite could be aggressive. Punk through the first pl- uh, punch planning to blame and kick out Elite. Didn't plan on Mega seeing it all. That is completely untrue. That much I'll tell you is not true.
4: I just love how, how just the the state of the world makes people go, it's gotta be this. And then they go into this crazy diatribe that lists all these things that are all speculative. Listen, there's a lot of things that happened that we don't know about, but, but um, I I don't think it's that.
3: Yeah. Well, we've got Matthew. Actually, uh, we, we got the mock Sammy match to lead off with. This was a a great match to kick off the show. This is the one you want to kick off the show with. It was Sammy going 110 miles an hour and mock staying right there with him. So I I looked at at this match and I was like, okay, the promo that Sammy cut wasn't for me when, when he cut it on like that, that emerged online. Right. Why do you care about star ratings? Not, not outside of wrestling, but inside wrestling, you want to beat people in a couple minutes So why do you care about, why does your character care about that? But this catered to the Sammy character, the obnoxious, but still an amazing performer and also sports entertainment, entertainment centric getting, you know, uh, Ty Conti and Anna Jay involved as well, doing, doing that element of things. There is one particular spot that I loved the most out of this. It was Sammy trying to do the strike trade, but right. then Moxley just slaps him. Yeah. And Sammy's like, no. <laughs> I I thought this was a fantastic match and a great way to continue playing off of sports entertainment versus pro wrestling.
4: Yeah. Um, I also loved another one where they were doing a strike trade and Sammy hit him. And <laughs> Mox laid down and pretended to go to sleep. Like he laid down, he put his hands like this when he laid on the canvas because he's like, oh, is that, oh, you knocked me out with that incredibly tough strike. And he got right back up and punched him some more. Um, uh, Yeah. So here's the deal. I have, I have, I have grown so weary of Sammy and his antics and his, his wife's antics and his wife's friend's antics that I just, I just wanted this to be over as soon as possible. I know that's not what everybody would want. I understand legitimately it was a good match, but um, I I still haven't forgiven anybody for not having Miro in the tournament so that Miro and Sammy could have had a rematch of what happened a year ago in the first round, and that would have had a lot more story for me and purpose than Sammy versus Darby. And whoever wins that Miro and Sammy match versus Mox uh, gives Mox a, a chance to go through. This is a match was legitimately a very good match, but um, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded it if it was just like a really pissed off John Moxley who just just murdered <laughs> Sammy. So Gamara. I mean,
3: Nurgru says the swash could have been under ten seconds. No. I mean, it could have been, but also I think. Like, with as much as Sammy has been off TV and all the ups and downs he's been through, he was a guy that people once looked at and said, future AEW champion. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that people are necessarily saying that anymore. Right. And that could be the case with a bunch of people. People Mm -hmm. used to say, private party, future AEW tag champions. Mm -hmm. But as this roster has grown, you've seen a lot of those people that were pegged for that spot, pause, uh, not necessarily being given that same time of day now, whether it be because the roster is, I don't want to say bloated, but more full. You could say bloated because nobody gets on TV anymore. But I, I definitely think that they're you have to sort of rebuild Sammy in that sense. And this was a, a big part of of doing that.
4: Sure. I think that I think that I, I, I think that a lot of people who I was one of them who was like Sammy future AW champion. Then he started doing all the antics. And I was like, I don't like watching this guy on television anymore. And I know he's a heel and I'm not supposed to like him. I don't enjoy watching any of the stuff that he does. He's very good in the ring, but I still don't like, there's a way to like do a heel stuff. And I still, I I want to watch that guy because I think he's really good at what he does. Some of the stuff he does to me just takes me out of what I like about watching wrestling. And that's my own personal thing. And that's, you know,
3: Big fan of the half-hatch suplex that John Moxley yep. did. They said it was an underhook suplex. There's a difference in that. The half-hatch suplex, you go under the head, under one arm. The underhook suplex, you go double arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, love that. It's a, it's a great catch wrestling technique. And then um, Sammy did a half-hatch ass cheek and yep. just walked around with his butt cheek out for like yep. five minutes good for him if you got it flaunt it you know what i mean but um shytown spurs says, "Love the opener there's got to be something better for anna J to be doing than a backup valet microcosm of the women's division mm-hmm. issues at this point this is why i keep saying i wish they would combine tbs and the world title and then add tag team women's tag team titles because if you've, you've got the golden ticket right there jade can just say i'm not vacating anything I'm unifying something because I deserve both of them. Then you can go to the tag team titles because they're doing tag team women's matches every damn week anyway. And not only that, they performed well in the ratings. Yeah. Um, They perform well in the ring. Uh, So I I hope that's and you can see Ty and Anna involved with that. We also uh, have the MJF promo that followed this. By the way, Mox wins. Again, I thought a good match. Matthew Plus says MJF is a face whether AEW wants him to or not. I mean, yeah, I think he, he plays off of some of the criticisms that AEW fans have because in, in the same vein, like we, we just mentioned Private Party and Sammy Guevara, MJF's thing is like, a lot of these old WWE guys are trying to knock me off. I'm the one who has been here. I'm the MVP. Like I, I'm the guy I'm just because LeBron and Chris Bosh showed up. I'm Dwayne Wade. I made this team. Right. I'm the reason why there's something to build around to begin with. I, I like that. And it does play off of that a little bit. And he says that he brings up Moxley's uh, disease, the, the addiction, and says that his brain is much more dangerous. This wasn't like the greatest MJF promo I've ever seen, but they're all good. I think Mm -hmm. I've seen one that I wasn't like, that Mm -hmm. I was like, man, this wasn't good. This wasn't it. I thought this was very good, and it it accelerates the Moxley MJF thing. And he's like, maybe you should go on that vacation. And by the way, last time we saw each other, I was a pup. I was up here with a
4: podium. I was running a gimmick. I'm not doing Mm -hmm. that anymore yeah um yeah i i i loved all of this um i think it's i think it's i think it's really great that that they're doing they're doing something what i what i think still maintain is so obvious but it doesn't mean it's bad it means it's great that you're setting up the guy who says i am aw with the guy who says i should be and because i'm not i hate aw yeah and that's an that's an awesome story to tell that's a that's a really great story it's very simple it has easy easy chapters and beats throughout it so you can get to a point where you where you have that story that's also a story that that allows us to tell it over the course of a very long time like this is a rivalry that can last all the way until what they what they call the bidding war of 24 will mjf stay or will he go that's part of this whole thing but there's going to be this rivalry of the guy who is AEW fighting against the guy who hates AEW for that entire time up until that point, it's, 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 it's really great. And I'm looking forward to all of that.
3: Michael says, do you think it'd be a good way for MJF to get the title next week by cashing in his chip to make the match a triple threat and win?" Because I don't see MJF winning the title one-on-one. Well, I mean, regardless, he's going to have to defend the title one-on-one. So I say, why not? I, MJF's gimmick wasn't necessarily that he was a chicken shit, if you remember. Yeah. It's that he was this asshole and he rarely wrestled, but when he did, he could always back it up. Right. Like, he was as good as he thought he was. He wasn't, like, cowardly. Would he cheat? Yes, he would. But he would also win. Vincent says, have these Mox-MJF interactions given away that Mox is winning next week? I don't think so, although... Brian Danielson has lost the big ones an awful lot in AEW. Mm-hmm. And I could see AEW being like, Oh no, Mox is going to be our three-time guy. Like he, oh, he's yeah. their flair. You know what I mean? So, like,
4: I mean, like the, it to, to me, uh, you, people were like, Oh, but it, it'll be a swerve. we we'll all, we're all expecting Mox to win, but it'll be Danielson. We'll get Danielson in MJF. And my thing is, this is like, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's something to be said for that, but this is, this is twice in a row. Once they had a face-off, and then tonight it was just MJF cutting a promo on Moxley. He hasn't mentioned Danielson once. Like, the swerve might be nice, but why did you spend all of this time and energy building up a feud between Moxley and MJF if you're never actually going to do that? No, I think like, they'll,
3: they'll eventually do it. I mean, Oh, no, but
4: I'm saying, like, but right now. Like, you're, you, the, the momentum well, is there for this feud this very second, not whenever Mox comes back from his vacation.
3: Well, I mean, full gear is like not that far off. Uh, it's sure. less than two months. Moxley was supposed to come he, Moxley's gonna be in Cincy. You he know he's gonna be at Cincy. Oh, yeah. Well, what did MJF bring up an awful lot? He brought up Cincinnati an awful lot. Like two or three different times he brought it up. So he's gonna go there. He's gonna get he'd probably get booed by Cincy. Um we'll see how that goes, but MJF also brings up the fact that he has a stable on retainer. That stable is now named the firm. And he mentioned Stokely Hathaway and said that he's known Stokely since he was 19. Stokely is his best friend. Uh, I can tell you there. I mean, they are, they are legitimately close. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the few people that, that MJF was, was talking to throughout his point of frustration before Stokely even came in was Stokely. Um, I mean, this is a real thing. Stokely then says that you won't necessarily see these guys together that much. So for everybody saying another faction, do we really need that? He says, not not to pick on you, Brian, but you set me up here. He says, You won't necessarily see us much because whenever MJF needs us, we'll be here. But Ethan Page is gonna go for the All-Atlantic title, the Ass Boys are gonna go for the tag titles. Lee Moriarty is going to go for the ROH pure title. I did feel like the setup dragged on a little bit, but when he got to, to the introductions of each wrestler and the hug of Morrissey was so goddamn funny because Morrissey.
4: That's, that's a meme that's going to live forever.
3: Morrissey was going full 05 Tomco there to, to Christian. Like he didn't want to have any part for of it. Like at one point he said, love you, big man. And Morrissey didn't say anything. And he's like, do you hear me? said, I love you. I love you. So I love you. Uh so I felt like a little bit of it dragged, but then when we got to introducing people, we had a mission statement for each one of them. And last week, that's what I wanted. I wanted a description. I wanted an explanation. Why are these guys here? What's their connection to MJF? Uh, what are they going after? Why did this happen? And they answered every single one of them between MJF and uh and stokely they answered everything alex and yeah. I, I can say this one a little long what well, went on a little long? is it did everything
4: that i asked him to do last week so how <laughs> can i be mad at that um yeah i saw a lot of people saying it went along it didn't it didn't go it didn't go long for me i i could watch stokely hathaway read the entire damn phone book and never be not entertained like he's, he's so great. Uh, this is, yeah. I was watching this thing. I was like, my God, think of all the people he could have gotten over in all those years and they never let him. It's just ridiculous. He,
3: if he would have been hired to manage Authors of Pain, Authors of Pain would still be in WWE right now. Absolutely.
4: And yeah, and, 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 and. Older respect to Drake Maverick. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, anyway. Um, so I, I really, um, I thought that the, the setup was fine, Um, and I love the idea of MJF has his own retainer, and yeah, MJF and I are are legitimately, you know, he knew that I would be the guy to get everything all set up. That's why I did it, but um, uh, we got Big Bill here just because Big Bill wants to beat up some people, and that's fine. You need a guy like that, but here's the thing. I I, I saw a lot of people saying, Lee Moriarty doesn't have any personality. Well, the guy needs some personality. And look at him there, like, the way he was reacting to being – in, like, he was so different than the other people up there, but it was all perfect. He was like, yeah, that's right. Here I am. He was so great. And I'm – Go
3: ahead. Sorry, sorry. That's that's some weird thing that people apply to guys like Daniel Garcia and Lee Moriarty and Wheeler Yuta. Just because they're young guys that can wrestle, there's this – and because they're smaller, there's this weird, like, oh, well, they don't have personality – well apparently you don't follow them on Twitter, apparently you don't pay attention, apparently you haven't watched them wrestle because yeah they do, all of yeah. them. Uh they're all very entertaining guys, especially in their own way, especially for the generation that they are a part of. Listen guys, not everybody watching this show is going to understand the TikTok generation of people. That's why I don't run our TikTok mm-hmm. right now because I don't I can't relate to it. Um but they're, they're going to connect with a certain audience and it's going to work really, really well. Uh, Pavi says, I haven't watched WWE or AEW about a year. Watch all the Fightful and wrestle talk shows. It wasn't because Mox and Kingston I wouldn't watch. Well, hey, I'm just glad you're watching for any reason. And I greatly appreciate that. Eloquent says, Stokely said he was watching Living Single with House of Black. That was good shit too. Yeah. Graham B says, Big Show and Kid Rock had a baby named Morrissey. Ben, That's I thought bad. MJF's best friend was the American roller coaster. What a heel!
4: <laughs> so she's so good at it. But I, I, but I, I'm I'm super into because what we have here is Garcia now with 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 the ROH pure title. You know, yeah. Wheeler Yuta wants it back. I mean, I think the end game for all this Garcia and Jericho stuff and Danielson stuff is that Garcia winds up in the BCC, um, uh, which means we might get some BCC versus the firm action. Which wouldn't which wouldn't be too bad for me. Um, but I also love Moriarty versus Wheeler Yuta or Moriarty versus Garcia. Those those three those three young technical studs doing some 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 work. That's something I want to watch in that pure division, man.
3: Reminder, guys, get in your super chats, get in your Humper Chats. If you don't know what Humper Chats are, we'll go to Humperchats.com. Kenneth Love says gun club for the tag titles next. That's the acclaimed right now, but I mean, it would make sense if after the acclaimed wins, the
4: acclaimed one one, you'd have the gun club going after it. Sure, yeah, of course.
3: Fallob says the firm is there to be a mercenary group. I mean, I like you know having like four or five guys that aren't as big as the APA. Well, Morrissey is, but collectively, okay. And with with AEW, you kind of have to have a group that big because you've got stables all over the place. Because otherwise, the numbers game will catch up to them. Right. Jordan Scott says, Stokely saying, you never had a friend like me. I now need him photoshopped or video edited as Genie. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Lavalley says, the adorn looks solid, but I feel like someone else in there, I think he means the firm. The firm looks solid, but I need someone in there to make it viable. Moriarty, Ethan Page in Toronto, why not? Yeah, I would imagine that Ethan Page will get an all-Atlantic title shot in Toronto. That would make an awful lot of sense for me. Me too. We got Brent Lockman saying not to get into it, but Dax is way too low on that list. Even in kayfabe, that's so weird. I can't, you know what? I can't ever make sense of those lists. I stopped even doing match ratings for that reason. Like they're too subjective and people would look for reasons to be upset. Um, I'll like sort of announce whenever I've got a 10 out of 10 match and that's about the extent of it. We've got Master Fia is saying, heard anything about ROH rebuilding? I haven't heard anything about a new show as of yet, but uh, I mean, I obviously they're they're developing the roster. Brent Lockman says, just can't say watching Living Single with House of Black and not have footage of it. You just can't throw that out there. That's what Malachi Black is really doing. he's he's yeah. busy watching
4: yeah, he's watching
3: Overton on Living mm-hmm. Single.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: yep Zach Schimmel, our good friends uh, who handed out two hundred memberships, a thousand dollars total said sorry, it took two weeks. Chat every 1,000 likes in a stream, and I'll dish out 10 more. Congrats on 10 and 11,000 on select. Also, if you decided to, I could create a Fightful Discord for free and manage it for you. We're, we're thinking about it, Zach. We're really thinking about doing the the uh, Discord for Fightful Select and seeing how that works because I want to give people as much as I can for their 5 bucks. But thank you, Zach. You have always been so supportive of us. Yes. From like from years ago when we had like a hundred subscribers, Zach Schimmel was always so generous to us, and we're still very much publicly funded. CEO says, What's the Garcia Moriarty Utah technical wrestling equivalent of big meaty men slapping meat? Um <laughs> lean, stretchy lads stretching legs. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> Slim boys stretching.
4: Yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. That's some good stuff. Maybe that.
3: Oh, Jesus Christ. I love it. I love it. Ian Hunter says, think maybe Ethan can win the the All-Atlantic title in Toronto. I do. Um, Maybe from uh, Orange Cassidy after a short reign there because I think that could be a good one. Yeah. Well, later on, he super kicks Luigi Primo. For those of you who don't know who Luigi Primo is, he is the viral wrestler who was tossing dough uh, if it wasn't gimmicked dough, then he deserves a full time contract. But he did this thing where he he grappled as he locked up. He was tossing dough and used it to distract his opponent. It's pure entertainment. Oh my God! But enough people have seen that video to be like, it's him. And then Ethan Page the heel takes it away from him. Yeah. But Danhausen shows up, so that's happening on Rampage. Cheap plug because that's happening on Rampage Friday. Sunday here in Lexington, Kentucky at the Olica Shriners Temple, Toy Vomit is having figure fest and they will both be there mm-hmm. side by side doing meet and greets. So yep. go check that out. Our good friends at Toy Vomit. There's a local uh, muffin maker, way better than Mindy's, that made some Ethan Page and Danhausen muffins. Awesome. Or cupcakes. I love it. Uh, but if you're, if you're uh, in the Lexington area, please check out Figure Fest on Sunday. I got nothing but love for the people at, at Toy Vomit. Great people. Our friend Maggie Mayhem, uh, Vegan Superkick, also does great YouTube content. But uh, I'll be there uh, quite a bit that day as well. So come by. Come say hi to me if you see me around. But very excited for that. What did you think of the Dan Housen, Luigi Primo, Ethan
4: Page stuff? Well, listen, I love I love the show. The give, bring in Luigi in was really great because there's a certain number of people who, who popped huge for it. I know I did. And also it's the perfect, like say, like I'm the only one who wants to be serious around this place, says Ethan Page. So he gets rid of the gimmick pizza guy. And then I want all the guy wants to be serious, and in comes Danhausen. It's a perfect love it. transition into it. And Ethan Page gets to be an asshole to Danhausen, and then they have a match on Rampage. It's perfect. Um, and, uh, uh, listen, um, I, I, I would like a triple threat personally with Ethan page added to this pack and orange Cassidy thing, because I, I, I want, I want to see more pack and Ethan page. I don't know if I've ever seen that before, but that sounds delightful to me. Um, not that I don't want to see pack and orange Cassidy, cause that's also good, but let's get, let's get Ethan page in there as well. I love, I love the idea that he says, I'm coming for this title. Like, And which to me means that people want the All-Atlantic title, which is a thing that is good for that title and good overall for AEW if your titles are all important. I think it's really good.
3: Uh, We've got somebody uh, (laughs) who I assume is cosplaying. I don't think it's the the shoot Luigi Primo, but you know what? (laughs) We'll pretend it is. He says, First, I'm excluded from the Tournament of Champion, and now Ethan Page steals my TV time. I have more dough than everyone in AEW, including (laughs) TK. I
4: hope it's the shoot. I I hope it's the
3: shoot version. That'd be great. I mean, we have Thunder Rosa pop up in here uh, occasionally. Rob Wilkins says, we'll watch Dynamite post show after uh, Clerks 3 solid. Uh, Let me tell you guys, if you have ever watched Clerks 1 and 2 or any of the Jay and Silent Bob movies, anything like that, go out of your way to watch Clerks 3. It is it's it's the one of the best movies in that entire line, oh, of th- and there's some great. really good things. It is a, it is a very very special movie. And now I'm gonna do an ad plug for NordVPN.com/slash fightful. Alex, damn it, I got the I got the old one up. Here we go, Alex.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, song. I could have done better
3: on that segue, right?
4: You really could have. Yes.
3: You can always do better.
4: You can always do better. Like it
3: wasn't seamless whatsoever.
4: No, not at all.
3: It's definitely not seamless when you travel mm-hmm. across the country and you try yeah. to use your TV service. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, no, you're out of your location. Well, not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Change a virtual location with just one click. And you might say, Sean, yeah. that wasn't seamless either. Well, you know what? When you get NordVPN.com slash Fightful, not only do you get a great, a great deal, but you get four additional months free. 30 wow. days money back guarantee, it's okay. online threat protection that blocks online mm-hmm. trackers, malware, and annoying pop-up ads. You know yeah. that to, to make your browsing experience seamless. Right. A lot more seamless than saying here is an ad segue for NordVPN. But you know what? Yeah. You won't have ad segues on Dynamite if you get NordVPN.com slash fightful. You That's can get right. AW Plus. You can go get yeah. the WWE network in Canada. You can get again. UFC pay-per-views much more affordably. Like I just did this past weekend watching that oh, Nate Giaz fight. Mm-hmm. You're going to end up saving more money than what you spend on NordVPN. It's an oh, investment. And not only is. that, it works on all your devices. They've got multiple tiers. Whether you want a VPN, a pass, a locker, or all three. Why wouldn't Nord you choose v- all three? All three. It's, that's all the best three. option, really. Mm-hmm. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Make Your browsing experience, seamless. Mm -hmm. And Sarah says, we can segue yet, Sean. I had a greater plan. Chi-town Spurs says, Mox, I wasn't (laughs) even supposed to be here today. (laughs) That's a good shout. That is a very, very good shout. What else we got? Jungle Boy had an open contract. Well, uh, Jack Perry, that is. Jay Lethal answered it via a very obnoxious Sanjay Dutt promo, which I think served its purpose. Sure. And then we get Jack Perry defeating Jay Lethal, a nice, effective match that I think went about as long as it should. Jay Lethal gets on TV a lot more than a lot of other people do, so I yeah, don't necessarily does. need to see this go an extended, extended length amount of time because he was—he's not the one being pushed right now. He's being used to help Jack Perry out, so I thought this this worked out pretty well.
4: Yeah, um, sure. Um, yeah, this is what it was supposed to be. Uh, You've you got to keep uh, Jungle Jack Perry uh, formidable uh, going forward, and um, and therefore, as because we, we, we this isn't done yet with him and Christian and Luchasaurus, he's got to have that luchasaurus match, a boy versus yeah. his dinosaur for the right to get back to Christian again. And in the meantime, you got to make sure he stays viable. Uh, so these are the things and and Jay lethal right now is the guy who we, we, we are putting you in this match because everyone assumes that you are this, this gatekeeper they have to go through to move forward. That's fine. This is all this. This is the, the angle that we have with, um, with Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh, that's who they are. They're they're mid tier henchmen that you have to get through to get to the boss. That's what they are.
3: Matthew Plus says Jungle Boy versus Jay Lethal should have been a women's match. Well, I mean, I thought they they built that effectively. Maybe they could have set up a TBS title contender here and done this on Rampage. Yeah, um, Justin Roberts did call him Jungle Boy today, though. So I should I should note that. Pete Norman says I went to a baseball game. so Couldn't watch the show tonight. Here's some money for apples or leather or whatever you people eat. Keep up the great work. (laughs) Bill says, don't let Kate see this shamble of a segue. What's she going to do? What's she going to (laughs) do? I know. I know what she's going to do. She's going to subscribe to fightfulselect.com. You can get a bunch of exclusive news there. How about that segue? I don't give a damn what you think about that segue. Just today. We had news on NXT TakeOver, Halloween Havoc. We had the list goes on post-show. We had details on several of the brawl-out participants getting unsuspended. Uh, What's going on with Nakazawa and Christopher Daniels? They're in Japan right now. What was planned before? Uh, Kenny Omega is in Japan as well. What's up with him? Yesterday, we had news uh, that came out that even people that were suspended, uh, the the talent, not not the, the coaches and agents, they don't know how long they're suspended. It's it's unknown. Uh, Brandon Cutler cleared to return. We got news on on the coaches being back. We had news today on another AW regular who had signed a contract with the company. Yesterday we had a bunch of WWE news and notes about Clash at the Castle. That that odd finish. Uh, the NXT double taping. Uh, we had some reactions to the the Raw rating. We had the backstage report. I did a live edition for over 40 minutes. We had an update on Jenny. A lot of you were wondering what the hell's up with Jenny after NXT UK closed. She hasn't been on TV. She wasn't uh, Maxine or whatever the hell was Maxine Dupree. She wasn't she wasn't Mm -hmm. that she uh, was put in the alumni section. Fightful Select has it. We're gonna do an everything we know about the punk elite situation article this week. It's gonna be a monster. Some of it will be a collection of what we've reported. I'm talking like three, four thousand words. Now I wanna I wanna specify this. Very little of that, once the scrum ended, is operating in fact. There's a lot of he said, she said, and I see the criticism over that coverage. People are like, oh well, it's rumors. Yeah, we're never gonna get the full story on no. that. Ever, unless they make up. They hug and they get into a room and they decide to make the most interesting podcast in wrestling history about it.
4: Or, or in in case in, in after the investigation, somebody leaks the actual investigation yes. findings. Otherwise, but there's not going to be
3: a Mitchell report about this. Um, no, no, but hey, guess what, guys? We're a wrestling website. This ain't covering the war, so uh, there's going to be some <laughs> there's going to be some rumors, and I'm okay with peddling in that. <laughs> Monday, we had <laughs> Raw plans. We had uh, some clarification on the Young Bucks sending feelers to WWE. I talked to people close to them that said, no, haven't heard that. Uh, and also, Sour Graps. That's just since Monday. Just since Monday. How about this? On Thursday, ask Grapsity. Got Grapsity guys doing a Q&A. Jimmy's doing a Q&A again soon. FightfulSelect.com, just five bucks. And if you were ever like... Well, I don't want to subscribe in the middle of the month because I'll get charged again by Patreon on the first. Not anymore. While Patreon was busy, busy firing everybody apparently, <laughs> which is stupid, and I'm not okay with. Don't they do that. did finally listen to my emails that I've sent them mm-hmm. every month for four years, and they've got anniversary billing. We are one of the first to ever do it. Uh, you will get billed a month from now. So, what do you got to lose? As Vince Russo would say, for less than a cappuccino, you can subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Except True. for us, it's like 16 cents a day. My yeah. God. Yeah. Announced for exhibition exhibition matches, Christopher Daniels, Riho, Nakazawa, Takeshita, Yuka Sakazaki, Maki Ito, Chris Brooks, Hikari Hua, uh, my God, I don't know how to pronounce that last name, and I don't want to butcher it, um, but i mean that's that would indicate that christopher daniels and michael nakazawa are also unsuspended yeah. so great news great news district says the thought of kenny playing ninja turtles Kawabunga collection with nakazawa and ibushi is a sign that everything as well make the best of a bad time yes and always make the best of the the time that you have with people that's for sure i mean kenny doesn't get to see ibushi very much so yeah Training video of Action Bronson and Hook. I thought this was really well done. I wondered how the hell Action Bronson
4: would come across. I thought this was really good. I the love hell? Action Bronson is like like a Hook's like big like protective older brother. Yeah, like, this is New York. You come to here, you mess with us, we're gonna we gonna pop you right in the mouth. Like I, I just I love I, it's, it's perfect. This is dope. This is great. Perfect.
3: He also, Action Bronson is the most New York human being (laughs) ever. He's so,
4: so is.
3: Hobbs murders Matt DiMartino, who got a quick Mm -hmm. hometown pop, but Hobbs' spine busted him so hard that he busted his own mouth.
4: (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) He did.
3: And then he said, I'm moving on from Ricky Starks. Well, Ricky Starks isn't cool with that. He comes out, runs him off uh hobbs getting that push getting that squash this was exactly what this match needed to be we hear from hobbs too many people are like get hobbs a mouthpiece hobbs doesn't need a mouthpiece hobbs can talk just fine hobbs is really good hobbs is a big bad son of a bitch and he knows it and he's as confident as a big bad son of a bitch should be and so is ricky starks but ricky starks ain't playing he's embarrassed that he lost in four minutes after yeah. talking about being a main eventer and wanting to be a main eventer and having Hobbs saying, you're okay with losing and I'm going to make you lose. Everything Hobbs has said so far is true. And Ricky Stark is kind of having to confront this criticism head on. I think this is really good. It's a very subtle story they're telling in that way. But I think this is one of the better stories they got going right now.
4: Absolutely. It was always going to be a long story. Their breakup was never going to be one and done um so yeah there's there's more story to tell here i like i mean ricky starks is pissed and ricky said he wanted to beat him up a bunch of times so mm -hmm. that's so we're getting the match again and then we're going to get the match again and we might get the match again but every time they're going to be different like there's there's going to be a match in there probably the second one where ricky starks catches Will Hobbs unawares and gets a quick pinfall. And then there you go. You're even up at one apiece and each guy won quickly. And then you get the long match. And that that'll be a great piece of art when they finally get that done.
3: Fallub says
4: also Hobbs
3: having the Cody Vader money lift, Hobbs is money. I agree. He should right. have that. Volob says it's almost like Kenny got the vacation Mox was supposed to have. Well, Kenny was always scheduled for this. They uh, announced Tokyo Game Show and AEW's presence, which Fightful Select reported on. But we had also reported on Fightful Select that Kenny Omega was always scheduled to go there. Why wouldn't he just go there now? Um, but yeah, he. I hope he's enjoying his time over there. I mean, again, we know how close he and Hibushi were. And again, spend the time with the ones that, that, that you love when you can, because you just never know these days and yep. ibushi hasn't been wrestling so uh, it's good to see them getting to spend some time together and play an awesome game contrary to what jimmy says mm-hmm. matthew plus says money for Owl's muted rage at tony's women's booking I'm
4: very i'm confused by that one but <laughs> that is uh that is because my stream when i started it was right after the finish of the women's match, which I did not appreciate. And so I went off on it, but I didn't realize I was muted at the time. I do that to myself all the time.
3: (laughs) Please check out Alex's uh, YouTube channel as well, guys. But Swerve in Our Glory defeated the Lucha Brothers. Uh, Again, this is champions losing. I'm going to look at the rankings right now because I don't know where Lucha Brothers sat. But okay, they weren't in the top five. So I'm sitting here saying, why the hell are they getting a tag title shot on this? Especially when they're trios champions. Mm-hmm. What point does that serve? Was the match good? Match was great. Swerve was great is incredible. Match. Keith Lee was incredible. The Lucha brothers were incredible. You know it's gonna be great. Swerve yeah. is on like such a such a different level of right. setting this off. Like I can't yeah. possibly understate his importance in not just this, but helping get the acclaimed over to a yeah. massive degree. That is that yeah. is Swerve like yeah. putting in yeah. that work right there.
4: Yes. Um, here's here's why. Here's why they're doing it. They did it tonight. Because there's never gonna be another chance to do this match. Because the acclaim losing to the acclaimed is going to Good break point. up Keith Lee and Swerve. And I can I can guarantee you, Keith Lee and Swerved were like, okay, fine, we're gonna have a, a short tag title reign. We agree. It's time to like like hit, strike while the iron's hot, put the belts on the acclaimed. They'll never be more over than they are right now. But if we're going to lose the title belts and then split up, which seems to be something that's going to happen pretty, pretty soon as well. We want to have at least one banger with one of these top AEW tag teams.
3: That's, that's a fair point. I mean, from a KFA perspective, I would have loved them to have made sense. Like me too. And honestly, open open contract, deadly draw something.
4: They change those con those those rankings all the time. Like if, if if you had looked it up and they had been number four, you never would have known that they that That's they a fair weren't. point. You know what I mean? So here's the deal: the match was amazing. And um because it looks like they're not defending the trio's titles anytime soon, but Swerve and Lee are defending the tag titles next week. I'll always go for a clean finish over shenanigans. Yeah, And so I'm, I'm totally fine with, um, uh, with Keith Lee and Swerve winning um, uh, because it's it, not totally fine with it, but I, I, I get it certainly more than what happened later with Tony Storm. This to me, like, was a really good match. Uh, Swerve didn't cheat but he did the underhanded thing a little bit by knocking um, Phoenix off the top rope. That's not cheating. It's within the rules, but it's a little underhanded to win the match that way. And that feeds into who Swerve is. It helps to build that character even more. I think this is all really great. Plus I got to see uh kill shot versus Phoenix and Penta. <laughs> yes. the dark again, which, which I love from my Lucha Underground. Of
3: course. Days. Johan says, fantastic tag match. Swerve and Lee should win next week. They stumbled across a great way to have them turn heel. Use it and have FTR win at full gear. I I think you got to ride with the hot hand with the acclaimed. And I think that whether or not FTR or baby faces heels or whatever, they have a legit gripe in sure. kayfabe and in reality. Why the hell aren't yeah. they getting title shots? Yeah goth style pile driver says, can you use your AEW contacts to confirm whether or not Ray Phoenix is wearing a cup tonight? I have a bet going on with my fiance. (laughs) No, I cannot. (laughs) Eloquent says I've long defended the ranking system and I love the match, but the Lucha brothers getting a title shot made no sense. I would love to, I need to look at like, I'm going to pull that up right now. Like their cage match, like how, how they performed lately. Uh, So they beat Best Friends in the, the trios match. That's fine. They lost in the trios tournament. But as far as a 2-1-2 tag team, they last faced... Well, they, they lost to LFI in their last match. In a Tornado tag match. So, I'm like, kayfabe LFI has probably got to be pissy, too.
4: I, I think I think if it hadn't been a, ta- a tag title match, but an exhibition champions versus mm-hmm. champions no titles on the line yes then that's fine and then it doesn't matter who gets pinned but you want keith and swerve to keep come out of this stronger you know what i mean yeah so that's it and tom yes an says, spot.
3: tom lavalley says i've never seen anybody break up a pin with a lawn dart it was very cool he
4: tossed phoenix back into the ring from the outside between the first and second ropes to break up a pin jesus that was great <laughs>
3: Lord Zypher says, "Do you think the trios champs should be unable to challenge for the tag titles, and vice versa?" Swerve in our glory beating the Lucha Brothers kind of cheapens these brand new titles. I wouldn't mind if it was an unwritten rule, but it's pro wrestling, so you got to mm-hmm. adjust. Yeah. Joey Bag says the orga- or the acclaim got over organically, and it's awesome to see. Man, I was saying this for for months. Like they're they're like the the New Age Outlaws before they even hit the ring. Mm-hmm. They have like five things that get them over. Yep. Scissor me, daddy ass. Name in the city, the rap, all of, like all the acclaimed have arrived. They got like four or five different things. They it's been 20 years but and they are the closest to the boom magic. box was
4: over when, when we was coming carrying that to the ring all the time. There you too. go. I mean,
3: it's been 20 years since the New Age Outlaws kind of set a template mm-hmm. of how a how a team could get over before they even hit the ring. And that's that's half the battle, is making people care about you. Brent Lockman says, Max being so mad he doesn't rap was awesome. Uh, And CO says, feels like they missed the right time to belt the acclaim. Putting the titles on them now feels like a make good at this point. I think they were, I think this was the plan to begin with. I mean, that's what Will Washington had indicated on uh, Rhapsody. And I mean, he swerves cousin. I think he would, I think he might know, but. No, no,
0: no, no,
4: no. I mean, like, I'm not not doubting his reporting. I'm. I'm I'm thinking to myself that's interesting to me because um, it it do, it did feel like
3: the way was, he told it was that it was supposed to feature Lee sort of being like why are you doing the scissoring with with Billy Gunn type of thing but I mean also they could have done that in a segment literally whenever
4: whenever but I, I was I will say this that match at Grand Slam has a lot to live up to. Oh, it sure that does match it all out was one of the best tag matches I've ever seen. One of the hottest crowds for any match tag singles, triple threat, whatever that I've ever seen. So whatever they do, a grand slam has got to match that kind of momentum, The crowd
3: next week,
4: or it's not going to feel like it. You know,
3: the crowd next week, it'll be a bigger crowd. It might be a louder crowd. It'll be a less tired crowd.
4: Like we'll there's going to be we'll a lot of that. Is. Yeah.
3: Brent Lockman says Lee taking a destroyer was not on the bingo card. Oh, it was, it was on my AW bingo card at some yeah, point for sure. Yeah.
4: At some point. Yeah.
3: Nicholas Starhart says mock shouldn't feel bad about not making the PWI's top 10. Check the list and somehow ranked it ranked at negative pie. Lee Moriarty chained out of the same wrestling school I train out of and excited by the thought of him winning the pure title. I mean, you you're at a good place. If you're at the place to train yeah. that guy, because he is one of the best. He's so good. Sawyer said, has anyone checked on Pac? He died, or he didn't die, did he? Well, Orange Chastity punched him in the face, said that he was about to lose the All-Atlantic title. That's happening soon.
4: Yeah. Therefore, I mean, but... I, I I, did I did enjoy um, yeah. just the way that Pac was so dismissive to Marvez. Yes. Like, what are you doing talking to me like that? And it's just, it's great. I, I love it. I think it's really good. Um, I thought it was going to be Paige that attacked yeah. uh, Pac because that seems like the kind of guy to do it orange Cassidy doing it seemed like uh, oh okay I guess so um just felt like kind of out, out out of left field for him to do that that kind of way him him uh challenging by walking up and being like hey I'm gonna take that title from you seems more like his style than attacking him uh, when he's when he's not looking
3: um yeah somebody says it's at Grand Slam Sean okay cool but I pretty much figured Yeah, uh, we got the smart Mark Sterling and Josh woods promo. I hope that woods and Joe get time. Cause I think Josh woods will surprise a lot of people that haven't seen him work, mm-hmm. but I like that. We got Matt Hardy versus Darby, Matt Hardy playing off of their history in the past. We got Penelope and Willow for rampage. I like these additions. Uh, I wish they would add some semblance of a story to Penelope and Willow and any women really,
4: I mean it would be interesting if they did like a um the women like here here's a here's a group of women okay and uh, across dark elevation rampage dynamite whenever they get time we're doing basically a round robin tournament everybody faces each other we move on you have see who's who's at, near the top at the end of this thing the two top competitors face each other one last time and the winner of that gets jade something like that because like uh, yeah, I would love to see this, but we've seen Willow and uh, get title shots against Jade, and but it, but this is not seem to be a story we're doing right now. I, I, if yeah. it were me, I you'd gotta give Willow the frigging graphic and then have Willow ver- like signed and go after Jade or something. I don't know what we're doing, but this is yeah, it would be nice to have a story.
3: Shave some of the needless stuff off and just uh, you know add add some character where you need it. Yep. If you want to shave some of the needless stuff off. Our friends at harrys.com slash fightful have you covered. Right now, you can get a Harry starter set for only $3. When you go to the store and buy razors, I mean, it's an experience. You got to, first off, you got to go find the razor you want. You got to go get a clerk. You got to have the clerk unlock everything. The clerk's going to dig around. Is this the right one? Is this the right one? Then you look and you're like, oh, wait. That, that's a bar, or that, that's just a handle with one razor? I need a lot more than one. Well, you know what? Harrys.com slash Fightful has the starter set for just $3. Plus, you get a travel size, a body wash. This set includes a five-blade razor, a weighted handle to help you out, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover. $16 value for just $3 at Harrys.com slash Fightful. When time is a commodity, you don't need a five-step shaving routine with Harry's, you have everything you need for a great shave. Nothing but that. Their blades are made in their own factory in Germany. Hold up better than ever. Guys who try it say that their eighth shave is as sharp as their first. Tons of great reviews for harrys.com slash fightful. Get a high-quality ra- high quality shave with a high-quality razor. Thanks to harrys.com slash fightful. Love working with them. Love working with products that I actually use, which is what we do here at Fightful. We have Terry Allen Jr. saying, A sunny kiss we need on TV. Very talented. Yep. I hope we see more of sunny kiss. Mm-hmm. But Dante says, Hate to see Tony Storm eating pins at ch- as champ. Me too, especially as interim champ. So they're setting up the fatal four way for the women's title at Grand Slam. And I'm like, Okay, so you just did a fatal four way, after like not doing one forever, then you do them back to back, and then you change like an ingredient. And I'm like, damn. So there was a story to this though. Jamie Hader has not talked to Britt Baker since all out, so we are getting story here. Um, Britt, far, first off, she walloped Athena with a super kick. It was great. But uh, they end up getting the win, pinning Tony Storm. Then afterwards, we get the beat down, and Jamie Hayter ends up hitting Tony Storm with a chair, but still won't talk to Britt Baker. I do appreciate that they're adding a bit of a story to this, but it feels like, well, you just did the fatal four-way, and it's this does feel like, it's like, well, okay, so we didn't make the right calls necessarily at the pape, so maybe we'll we'll change things up here on grand slam Alex you don't seem thrilled
4: I just I don't understand like it's just I <laughs> uh, why would you book it this way like the idea that you have Tony like Hiroshiita can't do it for whatever reason uh they they write her out of it they write Athena in um you 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 have you have um you, I mean, you bury the ref again. The ref doesn't see the obvious, obvious, huge, takes us so forever to set up Serena Deeb running um, Storm into the chair, into the corner. The ref doesn't see it because the ref's an idiot. Bury the ref, why don't you, as well. And then you pin Tony Storm who's used your brand new interim champion. That's a, That doesn't look good. That doesn't make the division look good. And and then you have uh, Athena come in. She's pissed as, as well as she should be, so she takes out um, Serena Deeb, Britt Baker's you say, hits her in the face with, with a super kick, then she gets a chair. And Jamie Hader runs down, it's like, oh, if all of this was in service of Jamie Hader grabbing the title, the chair from Britt, and at least threatening to hit her, if not actually hitting her, and turning baby face in this moment, if this was all in service of that. Fine. But instead... Like maybe even
3: fake it and Brit flinches and then she reacts to the chair shot on somebody else.
4: Right. But she hits Tony Storm with it. But it doesn't mean that she's still with Brit. She just hates Brit still, won't talk to her, but she still hit Tony. So Tony looks even worse because she's getting beaten down by people. All of this is just... And then they say, oh, well, we now... Tony Khan just made official. He made it official 12 seconds after the beatdown. Like if this was your plan from the beginning, like figure out a way of doing that. So it's not right here, right now. This, this four-way is going to be really good, but uh, it just feels like you're you're trying to do way too much in, in the weirdest way possible. And I, I, I was not a fan at all of Tony Storm being put in the position of of being your new interim champ, somebody that we're supposed to think is on the level of, of Thunder Rosa, whenever Thunder Rosa comes back, but you're pinning your her in in cheap ways, in in meaningless tag matches, while also burying your referee. It's just a dumb way to do all of that.
3: Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that at all. Uh, I was shocked that we saw two sets of champions or two champions get pinned on the same show. Uh, I think too much of that, especially yeah. in one show is... A little much. Evangelina says, putting four women in one match instead of having two matches is cheating Tony. We could have held off on the Jungle Boy storyline for another week. Not even another week, two more days. We could have yeah. you know, held off on that. Sawyer says, Athena should have beat Jade at all out. They've run out of built-up potential challengers unless Hader goes for it after turning face. I don't think Athena should have beaten Jade. I don't think Athena was hot enough with the crowd to beat Jade. Nope. And right now, if somebody's going to beat Jade, it needs to be somebody that is undeniable or you just keep having Jade win until you find that person that is the right person. And I think right. that Athena is great.
4: Right. Her but group- this is the thing that, that I, that I was talking about. Is like, it looks like she's been saying 50, and no 50, and no yeah, she's 37. and no How often does she wrestle title matches, Sean? That How means often. she's going to be basically, she's going to be, I mean, at the most, like it's twice a month Another at year. most. Yeah. So she's going to be, because we still be champ for another six months to a year plus that's a long time of just the status quo in half of your women's division that's just a long time nerd guru says
3: two champions being pinned in one night doesn't sit well with me but particularly the women's none of that shit made any sense deep pinning tony 10 days after winning the women's title is so stupid the four way is even dumber athena just lost uh brit lost to. yeah I, I don't disagree with that. Why not Serena versus yes. Tony in in that sense? Um yeah. Lasagna Dabby says back to back matches where a champion was crowned less than 10 days ago takes a pin. Orange Cassidy suddenly sucker punches people. I thought Vince wasn't booking wrestling anymore. <laughs> I don't have a problem in the world with Orange Cassidy sucker punching somebody. Not not a bit, but the pinning people that just won the title, yeah. I think that that ideally isn't isn't yeah. the best way to to go about this. That's something that I would have probably avoided. Brent Lockman says, is Mercedes Martinez hurt? Haven't seen her in forever. Yes, she is injured. Yeah. Brian Danielson defeated Chris Jericho. And I mean, considering how we had to get here, Danielson, I think, had to beat Jericho or Jericho would have had to have been his first challenger after maybe winning the title because Jericho just beat Danielson. Now, Mm -hmm. does this render a lot of what happened at All Out pointless? Maybe a little bit, but they could not have possibly predicted torn triceps brawl out all the suspensions, all that. Yeah. This, I thought told a fantastic story of mm-hmm. Brian Danielson's leg being hurt to the point where he couldn't do the flying knee. Oh, Jericho's chest got beat to shit to where yep. people were saying, did he tear his pack? Mm-hmm. No, he just got the shit knocked out of him over and yep. over again. And then afterwards we get the two BCC members staring at each other and we've got as big of a tv main event as we've seen oh, yeah. for AEW. john moxley brian danielson john moxley who is besides cm punk aw's biggest draw from a yeah. metric standpoint brian danielson a wrestlemania main eventer yeah this this is it and jericho uh has been given so much credit by people that I've talked to about being a locker room leader, especially mm-hmm. over the past month. Um, so, I mean, I think that this was another big part of it. And you know what, if you want to have a talent meeting, and you don't want the information to leak. You have those three guys lead it. And that's what happened mm-hmm. because last week when that, that talent meeting happened, I'll tell you what usually happens when, for example, when NXT, held a talent meeting during the pandemic. And they said, don't leak to the dirt sheets. By the way, you're responsible for your own medical coverage. They said, wait, you're going to remind me that I'm an independent contractor, but tell me who I'm not allowed to talk to. Yeah. Well, just, just say, thanks NXT. You got me a half dozen sources that day. Yeah. But when Brian Danielson, John Moxley and Chris Jericho handle a talent meeting, then forego their vacation then go and beat the shit out of each other on TV. And they say, hey, let's keep our dirty laundry in-house. Well, you can't look at these guys and say they can't run a Target. You can't say they've never done anything, they've never been anywhere, because they've run ROH and AEW and New Japan and WWE. And one of them has been in WCW. So, I mean, there's not a lot these guys haven't done. The way that these three guys stepped up in the various ways Absolutely. from the talent meeting to leading by example, the way that Jericho did at that scrum to uh Moxley for going his vacation, I cannot possibly underscore how important that is in a number of ways. And I thought that this tied it all together, and it's about to get a big fat bow put on it next week.
4: Um, yeah, this was great. Um, and it, I mean, I, I, I. I think, I think Jericho held up his head of the bargain, certainly. But to me, this match was all about Danielson uh, and the way he likes to tell stories. Uh, Danielson is the absolute greatest at making you believe he is seriously injured when he is not. He, I, I'm I'm convinced he trolls us with that. He does. He knows, He's very He good knows at that we have so much concern for him, and he knows it'll I, work.
3: Sorry to interrupt. I would always say he would, like, get barely knocked off the apron. He'd hold mm-hmm. his neck. Or, like, do something with his head or start shaking like right. he was convulsing. We're like, you son of a bitch.
4: Um, and also this thing about uh, about um, Danielson is, uh, is that when he hurt his leg, um, the way that he did it was via his own mistake. He tried to suplex um, Jericho from the outside in, which is not a move that Danielson does. Yeah. That's not a thing he does. But he tried it. And because he tried it, he got suplexed from the inside out and landed badly. That was his own mistake. His own hubris led him to have that p- potential injury, which is great because he likes booking himself to be a flawed wrestler every now and then yeah. because he knows that guy is more interesting as a character than the greatest technical wrestler to have ever lived is a superhero with no flaws. But this guy is a flawed human being who sometimes gets ahead of himself in matches and Danielson mm-hmm. loves to like, put things in there like that. And also with the way he was working over his leg, either Danielson comes back from from, from this thing that he can't come back from, his horrible injury, who who's, you know Jericho is a smart enough guy to work on the leg the whole time, which he does. So either he comes back from it somehow and wins, or it's a perfect reason why Danielson loses the match to Jericho. And he books himself into matches with a choose-your-own-adventure built into it. Where like, if this thing happens, then either of these branching things can happen, and when you go down this path, there are all these other branching things you can do. He's a master at st- telling stories in the ring. It's why he is one of the very best to ever do it, if not the best to ever do it. Um, and I, I I love the way he the way he finished with the Label lock where he cranked back on the nose yes. before then locking it even deeper. That was some great shit. Um I I'm I'm so excited for Mox versus Danielson. It's it's it is the biggest match that I think they could put on in this place with the people they have out out in in Grand Slam for the biggest crowd. Danielson versus Mox is the biggest match they possibly could do. And and I think this is fine. I still think Moxley is winning the match because of all all the legwork they put in to already have that story ready and in the can for MJF versus Mox. That's what I think. But I think the match is going to be amazing.
3: Jericho getting his flowers. Michael Key saying Jericho life, yo. Brent Lockman says, I swear he's a walking ad for DDP Yoga. He's about to be 52 and he's still having pay-per-view level main event matches. He's better now than he was a year ago. He's better now than when he was during his title reign. Which is very, very impressive because about a year and a half ago, I was like, is he going to start wrapping it up? And then he got in incredible shape and he's having some of the best matches uh, he's he's ever had. Uh, Jordan says with Jericho beaten, are we done with BCC versus Yas, please? Yeah, I think so. I think with with the two matches that we saw tonight. Vault Boy says, so excited that AEW is coming to the Pacific Northwest for the first time in January. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, I think Brian Danielson might be the favorite to win at Grand Slam. I don't doubt that he might come back and, and eventually win the title or something, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. But I do think that Moxley, like when, when Bret Hart was like the five-time WWF champion, like that was a big thing. When Razor was a four-time Intercontinental champion, that was a big right. thing. Titles change a lot less often in well, okay, maybe not the last month or two in AEW, right, but right. in general. I think back to when Tony bragged before all out and he's like, We're about to have the the most the the strongest roster we've ever had. And then he loses four of yeah. the biggest names. Yes. And by the way, the undisputed era is gone too effectively cuz right you got those and by the way Malachi Black is gone too yep. so yeah. it was such a swing from him thinking that he had the strongest roster to being like um i'm going to have to make some shit work oh and by the way Thunder Rosa is sidelined as well Ruby Soho just got sidelined it is it is a, a struff is a rough situation james says what if AEW does Brian Danielson versus Miro at full gear I don't think they'll do that. They've been there before. Um, I think they'll probably go with something else if they even know. Right. We got a Twitch bit from the official Misfit who said, who let Lars Ulrich from Metallica in the crowd with the CM Punk (laughs) sign?
4: Like the way they had that whole thing perfectly framed of Moxley and and Danielson (laughs) facing off with that guy right between them with the sign. Uh,
3: Ridiculous. ridiculous Ridiculous. Ridiculous. get in your super chats get in your humper chats we are heading down the home stretch my friends uh we've got uh bill saying get your scrumptious buttercups ready for regal (laughs) and Sawyer says moxley just beat a one-legged legged legged man in an ass-kicking contest will danielson be the second i think so i think i think he will but uh, also they could play a good story of um danielson beating him one-legged as well Jordan says, playing off Daniel's history at Grand Slam, I don't know, but do you think they'll do a double KO or a draw? No, they're they've got to, they've got to create a champion.
4: They, they gotta have a new champion there. And I mean, like, they 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 keep they MJF keeps using the language of I'm gonna cash in my chip, I'm gonna cash it in. And we're so used to that being the money in the bank briefcase being cashed in. Um I I, I don't think that it is a uh an instantaneous. Anytime I want, just bring a ref down and give him give him the chip, and I get a I get to pin the guy. So we'll see where it actually ends up. It's too big of a of a of a moment. MJF beating John Moxley or Brian Danielson, uh, it's too big of a moment for them to not try and book it in a way either to pay per view to get buys or to have all eyes possible on the match itself on an episode of Dynamite. So I think they'll they'll build to something. Uh, but I I would be shocked to see it. Uh, go any longer than uh december winter winter is coming or whatever they call that uh which is uh, in nassau county long island
3: irene says brian beating mox to finally get his world title run and allow mox to go on vacation makes sense would you build up to a mox mjf feud without the title yeah i mean i would because mjf is pissed completely separate of that also i think there's there's like some good trolling that Danielson can do, like I'm about to send you on your vacation type of thing mm-hmm. uh, that can work there. I think MJF can make a, a feud with Moxley without the title work. Uh, and, and maybe it be at full gear, but goddamn, Moxley's got to be there for the Cincy show. Yeah. Tom Lavallee says this is for the mods. They are the bosses here. Big uh, thank you to Luis for doing the great yeah. mod work, as well as Zach Schimmel and other people who are moderating right now. Far 20 or far five says uh, MJF versus Moxley at full gear MJF pushing his agenda until February when he faces Brian at revolution for the world title. I think it'd probably be at winter is coming. When are they in long Island again?
4: That's uh, winter is coming. As far as I, as far as I know they're, they're winter, they're oh, long off winter is coming. But what I'm saying is um, that you could have MJF win the title from Moxley early here if if full gear if not earlier than that if you want to push it to winter is coming do it then but um you could then do danielson versus mjf with mjf being the champion at at revolution that would be a huge huge match for them
3: um yeah i don't think that they've officially announced winter is coming 2022 uh but they have announced that if what will be a few weeks after that is Brian Danielson's hometown. So that's going to be there interesting too. Patrick says, perhaps Mox gets KF injured. So he gets to have a vacation. Kingston replaces him. Wins <laughs> get the hometown pop MJF Kingston. Nope. Not doing no. that. I, th- nope. I like, I I think that it should have been uh, Moxley. Or I think, I think Kingston should have been in this situation to begin with. Yes. But I don't think that that's going to happen now. No. I mean, yeah, it's,
4: it is kind of odd to have, um, uh, to have Kingston nowhere to be seen in this particular picture for Grand Slam. Like that, that should be kind of against the rules. I think sure. Kingston's got to have a big match there, right?
3: Matthew says, You all think pressing so hard on MJF Moxley and giving Brian an injury spoils the finals of the tournament too much? Don't we want more uncertainty? Predictable isn't bad if it's good. Uh, and not always, I don't always need uncertainty. And again, I don't know that that's going to, I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't know necessarily. I,
4: I still think that there is, uh, that it's, it's almost certainly going to be Moxley. And yet, while watching that match next week, I guarantee you they're going to sell me a ticket, Brian winning four or five times because they know exactly what they're doing of how to, how to, how to structure the match to create doubt within it. And that's key.
3: Misfit says, what if AEW doesn't put the title on MJF? Just a thought. Oh, he's getting that title. He's getting that title. It's going to oh, happen. 100%. And he says, Jamie Hader to beat Jade Cargill. Maybe, but I think right now she's a future world champion. Um, I think that's, that's the role. But guys, please leave a thumbs up. I would greatly appreciate you guys doing that. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Just five bucks. So if you're sending super chats here and you don't subscribe to FightfulSelect.com, you're missing out. Because I do a Q&A show every week. There's Ask Rhapsody. There's a lot over there. So please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Jim City Vinny says, didn't Jay White cut a promo in Kingston? Yes, but Kenny cut one
4: on Osprey two months before he was coming back. Right. Alex, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, you can find me on Fightful Select doing the Sour Graps show. Talking about Raw, SmackDown, uh, Tuesdays. Now NXT 3.0, NXT white and gold, which should be one, one in the interesting going for, going forward. Um, so yeah, look, we're looking forward to, to whatever the heck happens over there, but that's a lot of fun. Uh also my own uh personal YouTube channel. Uh you'll find it at Alex Sour Graps all one word. Uh, and I do watch-alongs of the final hour of Raw, the main event of Dynamite. We have one tonight. And also every episode of Rampage, watch along to get over there. And also uh I do gaming streams. We're doing a series right now of The Last of Us. Just finished part one and then we're gonna jump into part two very soon. So come over and hang out if you like uh gaming as well as wrestling.
3: Guys, thank you so much. Um, Brian says, I know it's not a super chat. Where do you get a lot of your shirts? Hope a boy out, please. Anywhere that I can find stuff like Mickey Mouse dunking a basketball or Garfield playing tennis. Um, I go anywhere. Yeah. These two aren't vintage, but I do go to a lot of vintage stores and stuff like there that. Uh, DNC says, thanks for reading my press co- or Clash press conference notes. Thanks for everything you guys do. And congrats on 11K. See you on your show, Alex. Well, thank you guys very much. Thanks. Until next time, we're out.